Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined by Gareth A. Davis. What on earth is going on with Chris Eubank Jr. and Connor Venn? Give us the latest, please, Gareth. Well, I've just come off a few calls relating to to Eubank and Ben. And, you know, um, as, I've, as I have unfortunately sounding like Eddie Hearn for the last three and a half, four weeks... This contract has been so close to being signed and finished and dealt with so many times. A couple of false leads at the start. Um, look, this fight is going ahead as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's a fight that makes sense for both of them. It's a huge fight in the UK. It's a mainstream crossover fight. I think we're just waiting for a few final details. There are a lot of moving parts, a lot of people with vested interest. But I reckon we're getting this fight in October. I reckon it'll be in London at a at a at a big venue in London. And I think they'll fight twice, you know. I do. I just got this feeling about this fight. They'll fight twice. Before, and the second fight will be at West Ham, you know, West Ham United's football ground. Just got that feeling about it. It'll be controversial. They'll go 12 rounds, I'll put it all in, and people will want to see a second fight between them. You know, we know about the catch weight. Sorry to interrupt, but we know about the catch weight. It's around 156, 157, whatever it is. Maybe that's changed in the last couple of days. But like you, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this to be announced, you know. Well, these reports and rumours, I think, started circulating around a month ago. And then, really, they spiralled further through one of our interviews um, where you had heard um, and declared that the fight was signed. However, when you speak to anyone official, i.e. Callis Owland or Eddie Hearn, they're very dismissive um, when you ask them why this fight's been delayed. They're saying it's not been delayed. Um, So why do you think they're playing that game? Because these rumours have been going around for a long time. I'd like to say it's just because this is what happens in boxing negotiations. Um, You know, look look at the build-up to Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk. Joshua announced as having a, a multi-year, multi-fight deal with Dazone in mid, mid-June. Um, 
might have been early June, even like near the first week of June, end of the first week of June. And then Sky get the um, the, the bidding rights or a bit when the when the high stakes bidding that's not announced till a month before the fight. The undercards announced before the broadcasters announced the because there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of rights issues and a lot of rights to image rights and you know AJ's got image rights with his own. I think it's pretty similar with you know who's who's Chris Eubank got a deal with. You know he's been fighting on Sky. He's 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 managed by the Sourlands, promoted by the Sourlands and Wasserman. Um, he's he's kind of crossing codes a little bit with promoters. Eddie Hearn wants to get the deal right. Um, it's going to be on the zone clearly. Um, I think, you know, if you remember historically. Eubank was really close to signing a deal to fight Golovkin about, I want to say, three or four years ago. It never came through. 2016, I think. 2016, there you go. Um, and Because I think, in, in the end, Chris Sr. had explained that they didn't want another million or something like that, another million dollars for it. That fight may never happen now. Um, you know, they, they they drive a hard bargain. Chris Eubank Jr. put out the other day that he'd fight Jake Paul because, um, because Hassim Rackman uh, and, and Jake Paul has collapsed. You could see Conor Ben's reaction, couldn't you, online, that, come on, let's go, let's get it, let's get this fight over the line, let's get it officially announced. Could be this Friday. We're hearing about, oh, I heard it was be last Friday. I heard it was the Friday before that. And I'm sure you've heard the same things because we get warmed up for press conference. So exactly the same uh, word, yeah. You know, there's other fights we can, you know, Joe Joyce and Joseph Parker's back on, I've heard, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, hello, that fight. I remember in April, on April the 23rd at Wembley Stadium, I managed to grab both men for Talk Sport after they'd been on BT Sport, I think, that night for a chat with it. And Joe said, we're not quite there, but yeah, yeah, fight's on. Um, Joe, Joe, Joe Parker, Joseph Parker. Here we are, April, May, June, July. You know, I mean, three months later, and we're, the fight's back on after we went, we've been around the houses. I think it's just boxing. And, you know, it's a bit like when, when your wonderful subscribers, you know, kind of get on their phones like this and go, oh, you know nothing. And, no, we're scrabbling around ourselves behind the scenes, talking to lots of different people, telling us lots of different things, coming up with two and two, making seven sometimes, but kind of knowing how the industry works and having instincts as well. I really hope Ben and you, Ben, all, all I'll say right now is, you know, because we don't know if it'll be the Friday this week, but I really hope this fight gets over the line because clearly... There's a lot of opinion about it and there's a big appetite for it and I think it'll be a massive event. Can I ask about uh, Callis Allen's comments on yourself? Have you seen them? No. You haven't seen them? What's he said now? Uh, speaking to Coogan at the show on Saturday, Newcastle, at his show, um, he was saying, I love Gareth, he's a top guy, he does brilliant stuff, but I don't know where he got his sources from when he declared the fight was signed. Well, that's fine. You know, you know, I mean, look, they haven't signed. Apparently, they haven't signed. So, I mean, I was told it was signed. You know, I was told it was uh, it was done. So, 
and the source was very reliable, you know. Um, you know, Cal, I can't say Cal is wrong, you know. Um, so, so, you know, sometimes you jump the gun on something, but what, what difference does that make if the fight's going ahead anyway? It's only generated more interest in the fight, isn't it? I reckon you should get a cut, Gareth. I mean, it doesn't. It, no, but it's, I'm joking. It's no, no, no. I know you. No, I, what I'm all I'm saying is, um, people tell you things for a reason because they want it out there. They want it out there. Yeah. Now, moving on from uh, Eubank Ben, <laughs> I uh, I heard a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure you heard a while before as well that um, Daniel Dubois hadn't been paid anything by Don King. Um, he has been paid some amount of money, but as I said, nothing's come from Don King for the Trevor Bryant fight uh, a while back in Miami. Your reaction to this whole situation? He's now suing Don King Promotions. Well, I think they have to. I mean, what was what was the purse bid? Three and a half million dollars, yeah, and one point four million US for Dubois. Yeah, and this payment. So, so look, you, you, rain was dropping in from the roof. There were what five, six hundred people in the arena. If that, if that, um, were you there that night? Yeah, I was. I, I think it was more like two hundred people. If I'm okay, two hundred people there that night. I remember being on the Talk Sport broadcast or, or on the night it was on because it was an early. It was actually shown early in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, it in was. The UK, uh, it was like nine o'clock in the UK. Yeah, 9 PM all the BT viewers. Back yeah, in. I remember watching it live. You know, and just you know, not being able to believe. Um, how appalling Trevor Bryan was on the night and, um, you know, in terms of defending a world title um, and, and how well Daniel just held it together and was very composed and did the job he had to do. Um, Frank Warren and Don King have history. Um, the monies look too high. The monies, the purses looked too high for me anyway. Um, I hope he gets all his money. It's very disappointing. Um, it didn't stack up at the time, and it doesn't surprise me. And I had heard that he hadn't been paid, but I, but again, it's like one of those things that you delve into. You know, you you people are waiting to be paid. Sometimes people pay late. I think we've all had it where we've had to chase people for payment. Um, it could have been in the contract that, you know, it was due to be paid within three months or whatever it was due. Um, I, ho- I just hope he gets paid for it. And I hope we don't end up with a, you know, with a, with a, a situation where he hasn't got paid, um, where um, Don King's being chased for money, where Frank Warren and Don King are loggerheads again. It's just another fine mess. So, I mean, it's wrong. He should have, be, he should have been paid in my view, but I haven't seen the contract either. Just state as well, that 1.4 million US for Daniel that I uh, refer to, that is uh, without US taxes and sanctioning fees that they've got to be deducted. So, but Has anyone revealed exactly what he's been paid so far or not? Uh, I, I, I know, but Have I don't... Have you spoken to Frank Warren about it? Uh, people at their office. I know the figure that Daniel's been paid, but I, I, I can't really say. No, fair enough. What I'm saying is, has he, has he been paid in increments? I mean, look, this is stuff that um, 
this this is stuff that we don't know the details of the contract with it. I mean, I'm sure Frank's very good on stuff like this anyway. He's normally happy to come come out with and explain those kind of things, but or maybe he isn't because it's subjudice at the moment. Well, the money's come from the UK TV rights, i.e. the BT showing it at nine o'clock UK. Yeah. So that's what yeah. Daniel's got so far. Uh, BT did a a deal with Donking Promotion. <laughs> Uh, yeah. put up yeah. some money for Daniel's person. That's what he's got. But in terms of Don's side of things, nothing's come through. Um, and I said that 1.4 million US, just to clarify, is, uh, yeah, the sanctioning fees and the US taxes, that is deducted from Daniel's purse. So you're looking at what, like something like 900 grand dollars, US dollars. Apologies yeah. about that. No, it's all right. Yeah, uh, unfortunate situation with Daniel Dubois. And as as you said, uh, hopefully um, his financial situation with that fight gets resolved sooner rather than later. Sticking with the heavyweight division, uh, you referred to it there uh, earlier about Joyce and Parker. Uh, another one we're hoping to get over the line very, very soon, uh, from what I hear. Uh, a fantastic fight that has been brewing for some time. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, like it's gone hither and thither, isn't it, unfortunately? I'm really glad it's back on. It's a good fight for both men. It's a particularly a good fight for Joe Joyce, I think, um, because we know who Joseph Parker's been in with. We know he's held a world title. We know how he's performed against certain fighters, Chisora, White, um, Ruiz, um, Joshua. So it's a great it's a great fight for Joe Joyce in, in that sense. And if if Joseph Parker can beat Joe Joyce, look how his stock rises. So it's a great fight. Joseph Parker's a, a, a fan favourite in the UK. Um, and uh, yeah, I really hope that fight happens. Really, really do. But, you know, um, maybe Joseph wasn't happy with T's and C's initially and thought he'd go and investigate on the other side of the promotional spectrum. And it wasn't right for him over there. and Because we heard at one time you might be facing Lucas Brown, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, there were reports about that. Um, Rumoured this fight will be on BT Sport box office. How do you think it performs on box office, Gareth? Okay, okay. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a casuals, as they say. It's not a casuals fight. It's, uh, it's pretty much a trade fight. Um, and it'll need some selling. Um, but, but it's a good fight it's a really good fight we both know it is it, they're, they're both top 10 heavyweights no question about it um, and it merits a lot of discussion a lot of coverage and let's let's get the mainstream interest I think I've said to you on here before maybe not I really do think that Joe Joyce has all the qualities if he uses them to be a mainstream sports star in the UK I think he should be pushing his um, fine art and his and his artist's work a little bit more painting the canvas if I could say a little more um, he's a fantastic character um, he's really proving himself as a boxer as a, a fascinating stylist um, in what in the way he does things as the juggernaut you know he, he's got a mother who's you know, very, you know, partially sighted. Um, you know, he's got a great narrative 
and I, and I and he's got a silver medal from Rio. I mean, like he's got everything in the locker to become a, a, a crossover star in the UK, and he should be. And I've said this for a while now, and he, I think he's really proven himself in the last two years since the Dubois victory. Um, Carlos Takam, he's, he's just exciting. You know, the four-round fight with Christian Hammer the other day. I mean, I was there doing the broadcast. So it was pretty... Well, you were there as well. Yeah. It was exciting, wasn't it? It was it was fun. Yeah. He's never in a dull fight, actually. And if he, no. if if he beats Joseph Parker, then it has to be a world title shot next. All right, let's say... Does he beat Deontay Wilder with those huge legs he's now got? I'm not going to say on here, but that's a great fight. It's a, Wilder Joyce is a phenomenal, fucking phenomenal fight. Don't do that as the headline. I didn't mean to swear there. Um, you know, Joe Joyce against Anthony Joshua. It's a phenomenal fight. The juggernaut against Tyson Fury. It's a great fight. The juggernaut versus Dillian White. It's a great fight. You know, maybe those four fights are better than the Joe Parker fight, the Joseph Parker fight. Well, they probably are. But... There's loads of great fights from at heavyweight. He matches up really well against so many people. Definitely. And I know what you're talking about, Joe, and he's definitely improved on camera since when he first started as a professional. But off camera, when you're around, then I'm sure you've had the same experience. He's I'm tiny compared to him, right? And, <laughs> you know, I, you know but I, when I've interviewed, when I interviewed Joe at the beginning, he's, he was so shy he almost moves backwards while you interview him. Do you know what I mean? If you haven't got <laughs> yeah. a pin against the wall, do you know what I mean? Have you experienced yeah. that? Yeah. He, he's, a, he's, he's a beautiful human being. He's a racking ball in the gym, in the, in the, in the ring. Um, he's quite vulnerable in terms of being hit, but he's so fascinating. That, that, that style of his is so fascinating. Easy to hit, probably the best chin in boxing he's proven so far, certainly in the heavyweight division. Maybe he and Tyson Fury. I'd like to see whether he could withstand that punch from Wilder. Imagine Wilder hitting him with his biggest punch and he just shakes himself down and comes on. I mean, that, that is box office. Yeah, exactly. So he's got box office in him is what we're talking about. And, and yeah, and, and it, 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 Joe's got... And he hasn't got time to waste, you know, because he's, what is he, 36, Joe? You know, 35, 36. So, yeah, good stuff. Last one to close off. Again, heavyweight division and perhaps another BT Sport box office fight. Uh, strong reports going around that um, Fury and Chisora are trying to lock in a third fight for the end of the year. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, you, you know my thoughts on that. Have, have, we done a, have we done an interview since I did a piece on um, Tyson Fury fighting the world's strongest man? No, we haven't done anything. No. Well, I mean, right. Well, so when I was in... When I was in Bristol with Tyson, he, he was speaking to um, Hafthor Bjornsson's people that night about fighting the world's strongest man, which is a fight we'd all watch. That was a bit of fun. Um, I don't know if that's fallen through. They were talking about doing it in front of 70,000 people at football stadium, you know, making a big event of it. It was also, I, on stage that night, and in the green room, I asked Tyson about Derek Chisora. And he said him and Derek used to be friends. And that's what got all this, started all this talk about. Because other people picked up on that interview. I, did, I played some of it out in TalkSport. 
uh, on the Fight Night show. And he said he was going to give him a four knuckle or five knuckle sandwich and all this kind of stuff that Derek used to be his friend. Um, and I asked him on stage, I think, either on stage or in the groom room, and maybe both in front of the audience about another fight with Derek. And he was definitely teasing interest in it that night as well. I don't think, I don't, if it's, if it's a staying, treading water fight, then fine. But a Derek, I suppose it uh, was was wild and mandatory. I'm uh, sorry, White was mandatory, so he's got a voluntary, hasn't he? I don't know. Derek's got to get ranked by the WBC, hasn't he? Obviously, um, which I suppose that's not difficult to do. Um, that's what happens in boxing. He suddenly gets a top fifteen ranking or whatever. Um, unfortunately, um, that's the way boxing works. Um, do we really want to see a Derek Chisora Tyson Fury fight? I, I, yeah, if he wants to, then fine. Uh, but I don't think there's going to be a great appetite for it. Um, in the second fight, seven years ago, or 2015, 14, seven years ago, he switched Southpaw and he beat Derek up with, with left uppercuts. Yeah, left uppercuts, pretty much. Um, so... And he, he quit on his stool in the 11th, didn't he? So it was a really foggy night at the XL Arena, I remember that night. And it was, um... Actually, I think Frank went over to Don Charles and pulled Derek out, from what I can remember, at the XL. Yeah, 11th round or something. But, oh, um, there's better fights out there for Tyson Fury than Derek Chisora. Look, let's see what happens on August the 20th, yeah? Between Alexander Usyk and Anthony Joshua. Um... Because I think that might jiggle everyone into a bit of sense, let's say. And I spoke to Gennady Golovkin, actually, by the way, this week uh, on Zoom. And I'm a huge fan of... I'm not a fan. I won't call myself a fan. But I've, I've been a great admirer of his down the years. I've spent a lot of time around him and at his fights. And he said, I don't normally... I asked him about Yusuke and Joshua, just to give you this. And he said, I don't normally give advice to other fighters and tell them what they should do. He said, but if I were Anthony Joshua for this fight, I'd really try and look for the wild animal in myself, you know, um, um, because I think that's the best opportunity. Uh, he means in an educated way, of course, educated pressure way, because, you know, you don't want to be too reckless, but I thought that was interesting. But um no, I think with the heavyweight division, there's so much riding. Even even with Parker and um, Joyce, there's there's an impact yeah, from yeah. August the 20th, isn't there, with Joshua yeah. and Usyk? Um, Joshua saying, if I think Joshua's saying, or did I not read somewhere that if he wins, you can scatter the belts? Did you hear that? Yeah, I think he's saying he, he wants to be respected for the man he is, not the belts. So if he wins the belts, back, don't respect me for the belts. Respect me as a man. I don't he's think respected. He's, I don't think he's put the belts away if he wins. But well, I mean, look, he is respected. There's no question about it. But he knows, and all the fans know, and those in the boxing world know that that wasn't the full Anthony Joshua we saw in the Alexander Usyk fight. There's, there's more in him, you know? Yes, the outcome might be the same. We don't know. But 
I'm really looking forward to it on August the 20th. I'm really looking forward to the fight week and the build up and the, and uh, and seeing how they are around each other. I still make Usyk the favourite, but I'd, I'd love to see Anthony Joshua do it. Love to see him do it, you know. Um, but my feeling is he's got to get it done in six or seven rounds, you know. Um, but who knows? We don't know. We just don't know. But I do make Usyk the favourite. Gareth, appreciate your time. And the next time we'll speak, hopefully we'll be in Saudi Arabia on uh, Usyk Joshua Sue Fight Week. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, lovely. Very discursive chat today. Great to see you as always. Likewise, Gareth. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.